Welcome to the Marketing Millennials, the No BS Marketing Podcast. I'm Daniel Murray, and join me for unfiltered conversations with the brains behind marketing's coolest companies. The one request I tell our guests, stories or it didn't happen. Get ready to turn the f*** up. There are some brands that are much better suited for Facebook and Instagram than TikTok. One of them that comes to mind is a client. They sell very high-end furniture. I think TikTok is really great for impulse buy purchases, meaning under $150 max, um, I would consider an impulse buy purchase, whether it's jeans or apparel or phone cases. So when I'm looking to take on a client, and I can only take on a few clients at a time, I am first thinking like, is this a good product for TikTok? Because I don't want to take on a client where I think it's going to be very difficult um, to see success on the platform. So number one, I'm looking at like, is it the sweet spot in terms of price? So under $150, impulse buy. Of course, I want to make sure they have a really great product to start with, um, really great website, really great offer, and have everything kind of dialed in so that when they do start TikTok traffic, they have the other variables figured out. This episode, we're pulling something out of the archives that's super relevant to you as a marketer. I'm joined by Savannah Sanchez, also known as Social Savannah. You're going to want to grab a pen. This is so actionable for anybody getting into TikTok ads today. Discover how Savannah thinks about creative and some amazing insights into what makes content that converts. Let's get into it. Hey, Savannah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Daniel, great to be here. I'm super excited to chat about TikTok and Snapchat and all the cool stuff you're doing there. But I wanted to start off and ask you, how did you get into marketing? Yeah, so a little background on me. My name is Savannah Sanchez. My business is The Social Savannah. So what I do is I partner with e-commerce brands to help them with their ad creatives. So I have a team of content creators where we do UGC style ad creatives for e-commerce brands. And I'm also a consultant that helps brands with their TikTok advertising, as well as other channels like Facebook, Snapchat, Google. But my main focus right now is TikTok. So how I got into marketing, I actually started at an advertising agency back in 2018, where I was managing the Facebook and Google media buying teams I started there as a media buyer and kind of worked my way up into being the manager of the media buyers. So I did that for two years before in December of 2019, decided to go off on my own. Um, essentially, I decided I really liked working directly with clients on their advertising strategies instead of working at an agency where you have to deal with all of the drama and things that come along with agency life. So Left the agency, started my business, The Social Savannah, in December of 2019, where I was working as a freelancer, helping brands with Facebook, Google, Snapchat. So still largely doing the same now, but luckily in the last couple of years, I've been able to build up a really awesome content team to really help brands with um, the creative side of TikTok and Facebook, because in order to succeed on paid social, especially nowadays with iOS 14.5, it really comes down to having the right creatives. So that's where I'm spending all my time nowadays, thinking about how to get the best creatives for these platforms. I love that. And I love that you're talking about creative because I think a lot of people spend a lot of more time on targeting and 
audience and trying to game the system and last time on how can I have the best message for the potential audience I'm trying to target. Yeah. So, so how did you get into TikTok? And then we could talk about some things that have been working well for you on TikTok today. I started working as a TikTok advertiser back in April of 2020. So it's been almost two years now working on the TikTok platform. It's made a lot of changes since then. It's gotten a lot better in terms of the targeting and the pixel attribution. But essentially, I'm always trying to think for my clients, like how can we explore new channels, find cheaper ways to reach a new audience. And as we all know, Facebook and Instagram it's very expensive. Even back then, it was expensive. It's only more expensive now and difficult to master. So I'm a big believer in channel diversification for any e-commerce brand. So TikTok was something that piqued my interest really early on just because um, really low advertiser competition, cheap CPMs, but they were growing and growing in their audience, especially um, with COVID. They saw a huge boom in terms of user adaptation on TikTok. So April 2020 is really when I started diving in and becoming an advertiser on there for my clients. And it's really now surpassed the performance and scale that I'm seeing on Facebook. So that's why nowadays all my time is really on TikTok now and doing the TikTok media buying and TikTok ad creatives just because it's so much cheaper than Facebook and we're seeing better performance. So it's kind of been um, a, a transition away from Facebook and Instagram and more towards TikTok, especially in the last six months. What would you tell brands that are who are coming up with their advertising plan on why they should go on TikTok today? If any brand is on Facebook and Instagram, they're they're gonna realize how difficult it is and that CPMs are rising and um, the effectiveness of the advertising just keeps going down, especially after iOS 14. So if you're advertising on Facebook, it's really a no-brainer. You're probably already thinking of why why am I still on Facebook and why is it not working as well as it used to? It's funny, I was talking to a client today and they were saying that all of these like million dollar brands that had these massive valuations, but they relied so heavily on Facebook advertising that now after these iOS 14.5 changes, which really made the tracking and the targeting so much worse on Facebook, all these company valuations have gone down massively. So brands are starting to wake up to the fact that we can't just rely on Facebook forever. Facebook not is not as effective as it used to be. Will it become effective once again? That's to be determined. But for this moment right now, brands are moving their advertising dollars away from Facebook, putting it towards TikTok, and are seeing that like the, the cost of traffic or the CPMs that are four times cheaper. So that's one reason alone is just to get in front of eyeballs cheaper. But not only are you getting like cheap impressions and cheap traffic, these people are actually on TikTok, looking for new brands, trying to discover new products. People are watching an ad, clicking shop now and purchasing right right then. So people are in the shopping mindset and the discovery mindset of buying new products. So that's why I'm so bullish on TikTok is because it's there's not that much competition yet. It's still early in the platform, yet they have a huge user base, not just teenagers. They have people of all demographics now on TikTok to target and people are ready to buy. Yeah, that, I mean... Everybody I know from every age I know are on TikTok all the time. And I think my fiance, every time she buys a new thing, she saw it on TikTok. So 
which is funny. I want to ask you, like, what are the some principles that you took from Facebook that work on TikTok? And what are things that are completely different on TikTok? On Facebook, I was always, especially in the last couple of years, been a big believer in the consolidation, broad audiences, keeping things as simple as possible in terms of the, the setup. And those set, setup practices still apply on TikTok. So I would say keeping audiences broad in terms of your interest targeting, like don't go too niche. There's no need to have hundreds of ad sets and campaigns. My best performing ad accounts typically have one campaign with just a couple or a few ad sets in there. So keeping things as consolidated as possible. Those are principles that I relied on with Facebook that I've carried over to TikTok. And then the importance of creative, I would say even more so on TikTok than Facebook, having the right video ads for TikTok is what's going to make or break it. It's not necessarily that you need to be a media buying genius to figure out TikTok. Like I said, this the setup is very simple. It's not about the setup. It really comes down to the creatives and having those videos that look like organic TikToks, don't look like an ad, can tell the story of the product in 15 seconds and give a compelling reason for someone to purchase right then. So the creative is really number one for TikTok ads. What goes into like a good creative like for people who are like struggling with that aspect what is goes into a great tiktok creative definitely a lot of variables but i've done a lot of trial and error over the last couple of years and it really comes down to formulas at the end of the day so in terms of formulas that have worked well for me i've seen like between 15 and 30 seconds is really the sweet spot for ads of course needs to be vertical because tiktok is vertical making sure that it looks organic to the platform. So utilizing native TikTok text, native TikTok animations and transitions. Really the goal of it is that when people are scrolling through TikTok, they should not immediately recognize that they're being advertised to. It should still be as entertaining and informative as any other video that they would come across and organically watch on TikTok. So that takes a lot of trial and error, to, especially if you're a new brand starting on TikTok to figure out how can I make a video that effectively sells my product, but at the same time still looks like a TikTok, still doesn't scream advertisement? So finding a good balance of that is really what makes the perfect TikTok ad. In terms of formulas that are working really well for me, I have a few clients where we've tested the introduction line of things TikTok made me buy and then go into, I saw this really cool mascara on TikTok. I saw this girl wearing it on TikTok. I didn't know if it'd be any good. So I decided to try it. And then here's me unboxing it. And oh my God, I love it so much. So the introduction line of things TikTok made me buy has worked really well. And it's something that works well organically on TikTok as well. So I think that's why it makes such a good ad hook. Other things are like things in my apartment that just make sense or things in my bathroom that just make sense. Stuff I wish I knew about sooner things I found on the internet that I can no longer live without. So I'm always trying to think of new hooks to my clients in terms of what's going to be the best intro line that is going to capture attention in that first three seconds is going to compel someone to watch the whole 15 second video, but at the same time doesn't look like an ad because there's, there's people posting organically on TikTok about their favorite product finds and unboxings. So you want it to look just like any other organic video that's talking about a product. The hook, I think, is one of the most important parts you just said right there. It's like, well, how could you get the first three seconds to be 
catchy that someone doesn't scroll quickly. I think I've seen some of your posts that, of what things you shared, and that's like the first thing I notice is like that first three seconds is just like, oh, and great TikToks are like that too, or like a day in the life of this person, or mm -hmm. you go through all that. I'm wondering, how do you get the right creators? Like, what do you look for in a creator when you're doing like UGC type ads for your clients? Like, how do you find these creators and what do you look for to make a good ad? So I currently have 15 creators on my team. I started building out my creative team about a year and a half ago, starting with just one girl who I found who made really great TikToks and kind of trained her in the marketing principles and the ways to think about e-commerce. And now she's really nailed it. And so over time, again, it comes down to trial and error too. I've worked with a lot of bad creators, a lot of good creators. Um, so it's something that taken some refinement, but I've finally been able to build up like a really core group of creators that I go to a lot for my clients, these 15 girls. And so I usually start on my search on TikTok, going through my For You page, what comes up organically, um, on my For You page, I'll go to their pro and I'll, I'll find girls that are posting about their favorite products or I'll search hashtags to find um, people who are creating content around like a client specific industry. So like makeup related content or apparel. So a lot of hashtag research on TikTok too to find these creators, but some of them just pop up on my For You page. I try to find creators that don't have a big following because I don't want to pay a trillion dollars for this ad content. I'm really not looking for them to post this on their profile. I'm really just looking at them as actresses and content creators in terms of they're going to film the content for me. They're going to follow my script. They're going to follow the shot list. And then I have editors who will add the text overlays and get it all perfect for an ad. So when I'm looking for these content creators, I'm looking for people who are really comfortable talking to the camera. Um, that's number one. I want to make sure that when I give them the talking points of a certain product that they're able to communicate effectively and clearly and expressive, seem very natural. So um, that's number one. Number two thing I look at is lighting. So like the different settings that they have in their videos, like for makeup videos, I want to make sure that they have like really bright natural lighting, um, see like any other past tutorial videos, how those look. So I, I look through a lot of their videos to to see how their setup is in their house and their, like I guess, like home studio for shooting content because I want to see how that's going to work when I give them my clients' products, what type of settings they're going to be in. So that's number two. But I think a lot of it comes down to the brief and that's really on the brand or the agency. Like I spend so much time writing the scripts, the briefs, the shot lists. I think where some brands fail is that they identify a good TikTok creator who maybe makes really great and engaging videos and has a good following. They send them their product and they come back with videos that just really don't hit the mark because these creators aren't necessarily e-commerce marketers. Like they're really good at creating TikToks. It doesn't mean they're really good at selling a product. Two completely different mindsets to be in. So the brands or the agencies that are in the mindset of how do we sell a product really need to have a detailed brief to talk about the value props, the script, the shot list, even the flow, the ad, really have a good idea of what you want to accomplish and then leverage the creator's expertise in terms of making TikToks and making it look organic, the transitions, the way that they talk to the camera, 
Um, that's all stuff that the creators can uniquely do, but it needs to be coupled with a really great brief in order to get good content. So, so yeah, a lot of trial and error. Um, some creators follow briefs better than others. So it definitely does take some time to find the right creators for your brand. But once you do, developing those relationships with creators, ones that can consistently make content for you, I think is the best investment to make for any brand right now. Yeah, I love the point that you made about that these creators are really good at creating on the platform, but they're not advertisers by trade. So they don't know how to write hook, the best hooks and flow and what goes into a good advertising that actually converts because like they just are very good at putting out TikTok. So I think mm-hmm. I think that's like so important that people make so many mistakes on they 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 will pay like these expensive creators and the creators will just do their script and it looks like an ad when they do it. Um when you give them a script that is flowy and has a good hook and stuff like that, then it actually feels more organic and actually is built to sell, which I think that's amazing that a huge point that I wanted to point out of what you said. Yeah, absolutely. You still help clients with Facebook, right? So like, are there some brands that you're seeing that aren't successful on TikTok or is everybody that you put in, put on TikTok ads have been successful? Like what is like the threshold of a brand that should be on TikTok versus shouldn't be on TikTok? Definitely. There there's some brands that are much better suited for Facebook and Instagram than TikTok. One of them that comes to mind is a client. They sell very high-end furniture, like starting at like $2,000. So I think TikTok is really great for impulse buy purchases, meaning under $150 max, um, I would consider an impulse buy purchase, whether it's jeans or apparel or phone cases. So when I'm looking take on a client and I can only take on a few clients at a time. I am first thinking like, is this a good product for TikTok? Because I don't want to take on a client where I think it's going to be very difficult um, to see success on the platform. So number one, I'm looking at like, is it the sweet spot in terms of price? So under $150 impulse buy. Of course, I want to make sure they have a really great product to start with. Um, really great website, really great offer. And have everything kind of dialed in so that when they do start TikTok traffic, they have the other variables figured out like their website and and all that good stuff. Because if you have a, a really bad website or a bad product, bad offer, no matter how great your TikTok ad creatives are or your media buying strategies on TikTok are, ultimately people are ending up on your site and that's where they're going to make that purchase decision. So TikTok is really great for driving cheap traffic and getting um, attention. But you need to have everything dialed in um, on the product side and the website side as well. So that's something I look for in, in new clients. So for the furniture brand, I think that it would just be very difficult for them to see success on TikTok because it isn't an impulse purchase. I think it's also heading towards a much older demographic, more affluent, who isn't TikTok's main demographic. Not to say that there isn't older people on TikTok, but with the brands I work with, I really lean into like makeup, apparel, accessories, things that are very much impulse buys, targeting between like ages of like 18 to 44. And so that that's where I really see the sweet spot is for, for products and brands. How does this compare to Snapchat as a platform? Like, are there stuff that 
you can use on both platforms, or is it Snapchat just totally different when you do advertising on Snapchat? Obviously, the the transitions and stuff like that are very different on TikTok, but what are some principles on Snapchat that you would use? One thing that's working well for my clients is we're designing ads with TikTok in mind first. So TikTok transitions, TikTok text, making it look like a TikTok because we're going to be using it primarily for TikTok ads. But TikTok ads are working really well on Snapchat. So taking those same videos and running that on Snapchat as well, even though they don't look organic to Snapchat, they're going to look more organic to TikTok, of course, because they're using all those TikTok texts. But we're seeing TikToks perform really well as Snapchat ads. And we're also seeing them perform really well as Facebook and Instagram ads. So that's kind of the funnel that I think about when I'm making creatives for clients is first designing with TikTok in mind and then repurposing those ads for Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram. Do you think the reason why TikTok ads work is because they're probably the most organic and natural feeling than what people create on, let's say, Facebook, for example? Is that why you think it, it works because of that? someone holding a camera, a phone, iPhone camera, doing a video of a transition that feels natural versus what you see in a lot of these Facebook ads where you could tell it was like filmed by like a $50,000 production company or something like that. What do you think is like the, the big reason why it works on other platforms? I think you, you hit the nail on the head on that. Just the fact that it looks so authentic, so natural, it doesn't scream that it's an ad. Like for that, like I said, the idea with TikTok ads is that you don't, when people are looking at it, you want them to almost be tricked into thinking this is just someone on my For You page talking about their favorite product. It doesn't look like an ad. Where to your point with Facebook ads, when things are filmed in a studio and they have the actresses and the cheesy scripts and people obviously don't want to spend their time being advertised to they're bombarded with advertisements everywhere so the second they recognize oh this is an ad they're going to keep scrolling as opposed to like a piece of informative content or funny content or entertaining content that they find on tiktok where they want to watch the videos so i think that's why it works so well and just like the authentic testimonial aspect to it as well these are just these aren't celebrities these are just regular people talking about their favorite products and also finding a way to have like an interesting hook in the first three seconds. I think TikTok content creators are, even though the ones that aren't like thinking about e-commerce marketing, they're always thinking about how I can make, get like, get this post viral and get more engagement, get more views. So the whole thing about TikTok content, it's that they're trying to find something that is going to have virality to it and some sort of aspect of it that's going to make it interesting. And I think that's why those content creators are really great for marketing products as well is because they're always in that mindset of what can I do in this to make it interesting, eye-catching, encourage people to watch because that's what's going to help their videos organically is having those elements as well. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that the mindset of a TikTok creator is so much different than the mindset of some other people like on Instagram where it's just like I just need the most polished pictures and so nobody judges me versus like I just want to make a video that the algorithm likes and I can get on the for you page so I think that that's a great point 
I also wanted to go down the point of you're talking about TikTok ads performing, but what do you suggest to people of like what should the landing page look like when they do that from a TikTok ad? How should that feel compared to like a landing page on other platforms? I use the same product pages that I do when sending traffic from Facebook as from Instagram. I usually like to drop people on the actual product page as opposed to the homepage. So just making sure that the product page is optimized, really good photography, um, loads fast, has all the right information they need, easy to navigate. So um, I always recommend to bring people to a product page as opposed to like a homepage or a collection page. Are you seeing on TikTok the attribution of TikTok, the impulse buy is is better than Facebook in the sense that they, they'll click the ad and buy right away? Or do you see some people coming back three to seven days later after viewing that ad? It's a bit of both. And it depends on the product and the offer to like the distribution of how many people are actually buying right then versus coming back later. So sometimes we'll run like flash sales where it's like get 50% off today only, use code TikTok. And like for ads like that, we really see like a, a large percentage of people who are purchasing right then. And then we have more evergreen ads that aren't necessarily as punchy or encouraging people to purchase right then, where we see that only like 50% of people, for instance, are purchasing in that same session where the other 50% of people are taking up to seven days, for instance, to purchase, coming back on direct, they're Googling it later, they're getting retargeted with a Facebook ad later that week and then purchasing. So it's not always like people clicking and purchasing right then, which is why I do recommend like having other third-party tracking for TikTok, like, um, like the implementation of post-purchase surveys, or um, server-side attribution tracking like through Triple Whale or Northbeam, um, just to name two platforms that do that. So I think having a combination of looking at the attribution and platform, which is going to be the most limited view, and then combining it with post-purchase surveys. Um, Inquire is a Shopify app that does that really well. And then um, any third-party attribution tracking tools that you can do the UTM tags is really helpful. I do have a TikTok course that I just launched. Um, it's on my website, which is the socialsavannah.com. And in that course, I go through a lot more detail of how I look at attribution and how I look at all these platforms and come up with the source of truth. So it's a bit more in depth to what I'm saying now, but those are the platforms that I'm using to to measure attribution and come up with what are true like CPA or ROASs from TikTok. I'm I'm about to go look at that course because I'm I'm just interested in marketing. I'm not necessarily trying to advertise on TikTok, but I think this is super interesting. Just learning what's new out there and why it's working and why people are buying from it is pretty super interesting to to just learn about. And just from the people I know, everybody thinks you're the the pro. Well, knows you're the pro at this stuff, so I. I suggest everybody should go buy that course of yours because if you want to do TikTok well. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, I, I just launched it a couple of weeks ago. So it's all very fresh information. 
everything that I'm doing for my clients, just expanding on what we're talking about in this chat in terms of um, how to make really great creatives, how to find good creators, all the media buying setup side of it, attribution. Um, so yeah, that's on my website, thesocialdisavanna.com. There's a, a link to to get the TikTok course there. So yeah, if you're interested in learning about TikTok in more detail, I think that's the best the best resource that I would point people to is to to go through those lessons and videos in there. Another question for you about TikTok is what are like the best types of TikTok ads? Like, because I see different types of ways that you could do sponsorships on TikTok or ad buys. What are like the best type of ad to run? Yeah. So for e-commerce clients, I like to optimize for conversions. Um, so there's different advertising objectives that you can click like traffic or video views, or you can even... Another um, good TikTok ad campaign that I recommend people try is called Community Interaction, which you can essentially pay to get more followers for your TikTok ad, for your organic TikTok profile. Um, so if, you're, if your goal is to get a million TikTok followers on your brand's profile, you can pay to get real followers and real views. So Community Interaction is a campaign that I'll run on TikTok ads alongside like the traditional conversion optimized campaigns where we'll we'll optimize either for add to carts or initiate checkouts or purchases to get the most um, most of those events on TikTok. So we're we're telling TikTok we want we want to reach an audience that's most likely to add to cart or most likely to purchase in those campaigns. So Facebook advertising that it's got worse. I mean, in the audience targeting, what makes TikTok targeting better than Facebook? I mean, it's probably not better, but like what makes the targeting so great on TikTok? I think it comes down to the machine learning systems on TikTok and how their organic video distribution works. So what I like to compare this to is if you start on TikTok, like you not advertising, like you just download TikTok, you're a regular user, and you start watching videos on TikTok, TikTok will really quickly pick up which videos you're watching the most, which ones you're engaging, which ones you're sharing, which ones you're commenting on, and it will start to cater the content to get more and more specific to you. So if you've been on TikTok for a couple of months, you realize that you kind of get down these rabbit holes. Like if you're planning a wedding, Suddenly, you're going to get all this content about wedding planning and and stuff like that because TikTok picks up that you're watching and engaging and sharing those videos. So TikTok's machine learning in terms of getting the right content from the right people, I think is second to none. I think it, it shows like when when you when anyone goes on their for you page after they've been on TikTok for a couple of months, they really get a refined experience in terms of getting videos to them that's really catered to them and. The way that they pair advertisements with users on TikTok really is no different. So when you're setting up your TikTok campaigns, you're, of course, going to choose your targeting parameters, like very basic stuff. Like, I want to target women over 25 that's interested in makeup and beauty, for instance, if you're selling makeup. But ultimately, TikTok is going to rely on their machine learning in terms of once they start serving your ad to a subset of people they're going to start to learn to see which people are watching the ad, which ones are purchasing and using that data to inform who to serve the ad to next. So 
the more you spend on TikTok, the smarter the TikTok algorithm gets at learning like, okay, for your mascara brand, these type of people really enjoyed this ad before. They watched it. They purchased from it. We're going to serve it to more of these type of people. So their machine learning, is, I think, is why it's so much more effective than Facebook in terms of getting the right content in front of the right people. And the more you spend on TikTok on your ads, the better the targeting is going to get when TikTok learns who to serve your ads to. I think that's one of the mistakes people make with TikTok is they'll start out with a small budget. They'll try it for a couple of weeks and then they'll say, oh, like TikTok doesn't work for us. <laughs> and so I always come back to them. And first thing I always question them on is like, okay, what, what creatives were you running? And I'll look at their creatives and see if those are effective. And I recommend them to do more creative testing and and maybe optimize some things with the creative side. The other part of it is, is like, you need to give it time to learn. Like there is a learning phase when you start out on TikTok. When you first set out on TikTok, TikTok has no idea who your brand is, no idea who it's going to respond to your videos. So I want to say you almost need like pay for some learnings up front and start spending on TikTok so that TikTok can learn that these type of users are going to respond to this video best. And then that effect just compounds. Every month that you keep advertising on TikTok, TikTok gets smarter and smarter at learning which type of people are going to purchase. I can contest to that because I get served marketing agency and marketing newsletters and marketing type ads all the time in my feed. So it definitely knows what I've been looking at on TikTok or if I'm, I've searched for a hashtag to look at things. I'll get served ads that relate to that hashtag. So that's super interesting that it's not only you telling the audience targeting, it's the learning behind it and teaching the algorithm of like, this is what these type of people like your product. So I think that's super cool. 100%. So if you're an e-commerce brand, and I know this varies, but say like the ones impulse buy, how much of your advertising spend is on Facebook versus TikTok versus Snapchat? Like, what is the break, the average breakdown? I wouldn't say like it's the same for everybody, but what what would that be look like? I would say there is a, a wide range there. Like for a new brand that's working in the on TikTok, usually they'll just start with like a couple hundred dollars a day and wait until it's profitable or we start seeing signs of success in order to start slowly scaling their budget, maybe like 10 or 20% a day if they're still seeing success. So a lot of brands think of it more in terms of we're going to keep spending as long as it's profitable and we'll slowly start scaling up once we start seeing profitability, but starting at a very low budget of a couple hundred dollars a day. So that's how everyone starts out. In terms of like clients that are having the most success with TikTok, I have a client that used to spend over a million dollars a month on Facebook ads. But as of recently, we've seen that our TikTok ads are actually doing really well. So now we're spending over 300K a month on TikTok, maybe around 500K on Facebook. So taking away all that budget from Facebook and putting it towards TikTok. So I would say best case scenario, brands are spending like 50% of their marketing, their total marketing budget on TikTok. And then the other 50% on the other channels like Facebook and Google and Snapchat and YouTube. So it's definitely becoming more and more of a significant part of brands' advertising budgets. Do you see a lot of big brands on there or is it a lot of people who are 
competitor brands or challenger brands that are spending a lot on there? It's a mix of both. There's a lot of startup brands that are saying like, we don't want to deal with Facebook right out of the gate because they know how expensive Facebook is and they want to start with a platform that they think is easier to master, which I 100% agree with. If I was starting a new brand, I would completely dive into TikTok ads first and not even bother with Facebook or Instagram ads to start with just because TikTok ads is easier to see success on. So a lot of new brands are just going straight to TikTok. And then there's a lot of legacy brands like Oreo is a brand that is crushing it on TikTok right now. Like they have over a million TikTok followers and you can tell that they're putting a lot of resources into TikTok. And then there's other big brands like Coca-Cola, which barely has like 200,000 followers on TikTok. So you can see from these bigger brands, like who has prioritized TikTok as a channel and who is like in adding a lot of resources to create great content for TikTok and then other big brands which are ignoring TikTok or just not aren't doing a really good job at growing their following there. I feel like that's the same that happened with Facebook too, right? I think there was people who were stuck in the billboards, TV ads, and then were later to Facebook and now brands taking a while to get to TikTok because they just got convinced their company to get on Facebook. So I think it's mm -hmm. the, the same type of trend that's happening that happened five to 10 years ago, how brands didn't believe Facebook advertising was a, a thing. I could totally see that. I would love to ask you one more question and then I would, I would love to just put you to plug where you can, where people can find you and your course and everything like that. But the last question I have is, what do you think a lot of people are doing wrong with TikTok ads today? I would say number one is not having the right creatives. Like really having the right video is going to be the number one thing that's going to make or break you on TikTok. So investing in getting good creatives, whether that's working with someone like me to help you get really great TikTok creatives or just spending a lot of time finding the right creators and editors to help you get those videos, that's going to be number one to seeing success on this platform. The biggest mistake I see is people taking what they're running on Facebook or Snapchat and just trying to run that on TikTok and expecting it to work. It 100% will not. I've made that mistake before when I first started out on TikTok. You really have to design stuff that is specifically for TikTok and looks super organic to that platform. TikTok is especially is the one of the only places where ads actually have to look and feel like an ad because they actually do look and feel like an ad when they come into your feed. So I think I hit the nail on the head there. I, w I would love for you to, to plug yourself where people can find you. I know you have a great following on Twitter, but where else could people find you, uh, your website and everything like that? I would say I'm most active on Twitter if you're looking for TikTok tips, creative tips. I love the amazing marketing community on Twitter. So if you're not on Twitter interacting with amazing brands and other marketers on there, I would say you're missing out. So uh, definitely give me a follow. It's uh, social underscore Savannah is my username on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with me or work with me or take my TikTok course, you can find all of that information on my website, which is thesocialsavannah.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for this. This has been awesome. And I can't wait to see more people who listen being on TikTok or 
eventually working with the expert and how to create TikTok ads. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. This was such a great conversation. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to hear more great insights from marketing's coolest operators. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Marketing Millennials podcast and giving it a five-star rating. It helps bring more marketers into our community.